Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Second Estate, where our investigation into the whereabouts of Nicole Scherzinger's dignity has had an exciting new development, as we can confirm the exact year it went missing was 2011. When, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, when Nicole became a replacement judge on The X Factor US. That makes sense. Yeah. So um, a replacement judge. Yeah, not yeah. even like no. the first Yeah, yeah okay. right. Yeah, so yeah. anyway, we'll keep you updated as to where uh, her dignity has been hiding in subsequent years uh, in future <laughs> episodes. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I yeah, feel like I Jackie think, Lambie yeah. did that with I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here. Oh my god! I didn't even know Jackie Lambie went. On yeah, like celebrity. revived her political career. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um. Anyway, as always, we are your hosts. I'm Sarah Bayer. I'm Hannah Seymour. And if you haven't listened to our podcast before, we release new episodes every week and discuss the biggest and most interesting happenings from the week across pop culture, news, and entertainment. So in today's episode, we're discussing Demi Lovato's feud with LA frozen yogurt shop Big Chill, the growing trend in YouTubers becoming amateur boxers. And finally, deep diving into the TikTok conspiracy that the new pop punk band Tramp Stamps are an industry plant. Yeah. Yeah. It's a cool um, – I actually think this is a really cool, fun lineup, and I hope I everyone's excited. I'm excited. I think this will be a, a fun episode. Yeah. We'll both have a lot to say. Yeah. Lots of laughs. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, um, how is your week that's been? I hate asking that question. I feel whatever. like it's so um, – I don't know. Boring as it's, life. So it's like reminds me of a specific other podcast that I hate. But anyway, okay, yeah. we're not going to get into that. Um, <laughs> my week's been pretty pleasant, actually. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty like good at the moment. Oh, cool. Just having a good, pretty good time. Yeah. Had a good day today. Good weekend. Yeah. How has your week been? Um, It's been all right. Uh, if anyone follows us on Instagram, though, you'll see that there's like a, a we're doing this like competition, oh. uh, running this competition about the best Arnott's, overall Arnott's biscuit. There's lots of categories. But anyway, we had the sweet biscuit category. Somehow the last two are just abominable. That's the it's only way. I, usually yeah. I, I honestly, as people may have noticed, I yeah. stay out of the biscuit competition. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a personal I, thing I've come up with even I, championed. I um, feel very it's confused alarming. and alarmed at, at how this has happened. Um, yeah. So the top two, if you don't follow us on Instagram, you should yeah. at the Second State Podcast. But the win, the two final two categories were Monte Carlos and t- Tiny Teddies. Yeah, Tiny Teddies or Teddy Bears. Tiny, no, Tiny Teddies. Yeah. yeah, and I think Tiny Teddies going to win, which is good because I hate Monte Carlos. I'm okay with Tiny Teddies winning. It's That's fine, a classic. but it's yeah. like. I just, I, yeah, it was a lot. What about the, fucking, um, what, I thought like Kingston's were probably going to make it. They're a pretty general crowd pleaser. I thought Scotch Fingers. Scotch Fingers. Scotch I fingers. think Scotch Fingers, like, they're, they're I love Scotch Fingers. I'm I think surprised they're very versatile. You didn't put arrowroot in there. Do you like arrowroot? Well, ones? I didn't include arrowroot or malto milk or any of those ones that are like for kind of baking purposes because I was like, the, oh, the category was like, I don't know. I think they are. Like, they, oh. the category was like blowing out. Way too big, and I ha- could right. only use eight. So yeah, a lot ginger nut missed out as well. Um, I think I quite like ginger nut. Nice biscuits. I think you meant to say nice <laughs> or something, but nice biscuits. Yeah, what are the ones, um, the round ones, and they're gluten free rice biscuits. They're actually good. I haven't. I, they're I haven't really good. They're like a donut shape. Anyone who's not like rice wheels. Don't think so. Maybe like well, cheese flavored and no, stuff? no, 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 oh, no. They're oh. like they're like Arnott's 
brand, but they're right. gluten-free. I don't know. Anyone who – maybe they're not gluten-free. Whatever. I, I don't know. It doesn't matter. But if you yeah, – shout okay. out to Rice Biscuits. <laughs> shout out to Arnott's. Um, the final of the competition will be happening not this coming week, but the week after. And so what's that? Is that <laughs> – That's the, the showdown of the winners of the four ca- categories, which is shapes, chocolate biscuit, savoury biscuit, sweet biscuit. It's so Savoy's absurd. Better but it's something win. I think the people really care about. No, they do. People yeah. get around it. Sometimes we get quite a lot of people in voting. Definitely. So this is your call to action. Angus, yeah. my boyfriend, said we need to have more call to actions in the podcast. So, <laughs> what is that? So oh, now like, I'm, go I'm and saying, follow us and yeah, stuff. He's yeah, like, right. Say yeah, and follow us on Instagram. Like, yeah, I just, I don't know. I never think to do that. But yeah. this is your official call to action. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on TikTok. You're quite big on TikTok now. Yeah. Um, like a whole 700 followers. Yeah, which is way more than our Instagram. That's true. Um, mostly because I, I need to start like engaging with other people on Instagram. Uh, I don't Apparently you're meant I'm, to do that, but yeah. I'm like, I don't want, want to. to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, yeah, thanks. Dude, I don't no, care I, I don't give two fucks. Um, um, no, but that's the reason no, our, our account barely grows. You know what I will that. say is when you guys post about us on your Instagram stories, it actually does help. We will often get a few more followers and stuff and maybe that only transi- transi- transitions, translates to one or two extra listens. But if 10 of you did that, that's maybe 20 extra listens, which is a big deal for us. So maybe you guys could actually help us for once. Um, and <laughs> actually, every time you you call everyone out and pressure everyone it's to so post, people actually do post. So it would just be really nice. Like I know some of you like to, like to call us your friends and stuff. We'll show <laughs> friendship then. People do camaraderie, all the time. We mateship. have some incredible. I'm, look, no, I'm we do, defend yeah. our listeners because there's about three of you who are fucking solid with continuously posting yes, about us. We know yeah. we know who you are. You know who you are. Yeah. We love you. Um. Anyway, let's actually start let's because start. this is getting into dangerous territory right now. <laughs> okay. Last week, Demi Lovato posted an Instagram story where she called out an LA frozen yogurt shop called Big Chill for promoting diet culture by stocking products such as sugar-free, gluten-free, dairy-free, etc. options. Um, and also like diet sort of related products at the front of the store. So Big Chill responded to the story on Instagram and defended themselves by saying they try to stock products for all dietary needs, such as those with diabetes and vegans. Mm-hmm. Celiac disease. Most of the reaction on the internet sided with Big Chill, and some even suggested that Demi was using her massive platform to try and take down a small business. <laughs> hmm. Sarah, what are your thoughts on the feud between Demi Lovato and a frozen yogurt shop? Demi is the gift that keeps on giving. Yes, she is. She's uh, people who listen to us regularly will know we love talking about Demi. Like before. Yep. Before she turned into poot full time. Because um, she really, like, uh, the main comment I would see about this on TikTok was being like, I think poot's taken over. Um, what's poot doing? Like, why is poot in a fight with. Um, the thing is, every time I see thumbnails where she's getting interviewed on YouTube or whatever, yeah. like, honestly, I do. My mind does automatically go to poot. poot. Like, she just, for those who don't know, she's cut her hair. And Poot was the character. If you don't know who Poot is, just <laughs> Google, Google it. I'm not Poot. explaining. It's Google Poot. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, she kind of looks like Poot now. Um, I, I just like there's so many parts of this that are just so ridiculous. But like what happened to perspective? Like, I know. Demi, what happened? Like I, I, I saw someone else comment saying that – um. Oh, so there's such a thing as too much therapy. Which I, I feel that like, too. Which I oh feel like God. summed it up nicely because mm. she really – I'm happy for her that she's got like a, clearly a wealth of endless emotional support, but I think there is a time um, or a level to which that emotional support clearly uh, 
makes you so self-indulgent that you don't understand when you're kind of, I don't know, taking things too far, I suppose. Making something about you that isn't That is you. just so, yeah. I think it's, you know, it's interesting um, because I'm like, I really support people calling out diet culture and calling out the fact, like an example that she posted was these biscuits or something, some product that Big Chill stocks and they're the on the yeah. packaging it says like guilt-free. Yeah. So I get, I, I totally agree with criticisms around food in the, in the way that it's marketed or advertised as guilt-free yeah. or like, because it puts these kind of good and bad labels on food as though mm. there's some kind of moral question around yeah, the yeah, type yeah. of food you eat. And I don't think that people should feel guilty for eating whatever food they mm. do. That being said, I think Demi Lovato is obviously like, like you said, probably in probably in the most kind of in-depth therapy she's had for her eating disorder because it seems like from the various documentaries yeah. we've watched she's battled with this since she was a kid yeah and I think that that's probably also perhaps made her like her her kind of triggers or whatever around yeah. disordered eating so heightened that she can't yeah, oh, look, I'm yeah. psychoanalyzing. You're, no, here, no, yeah, but she uh, yeah. can't see outside that. Like, okay, no, totally. I get being triggered by that and seeing that as an issue and going, "Fuck this! I don't, I hate this. I wanted to go get frozen yogurt and not have this experience." <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't mean that big chill is suddenly at fault no. for triggering your eating disorder. They are just selling products that suit the market because yeah. there is an existing market for all of these for products. Sure. And also, yeah, I mean they came back with this whole thing around the idea that they're catering to different illnesses and dietary needs. The only thing I would say to that is like, like there's some people are now on this thing that like big chills, like really altruistic and like yeah, catering yeah. for people with illnesses. It's like, yeah. no, you just have these options yeah. because there's a market for sugar-free, not because of diabetes, but because, but because people of want diet sugar. culture, yeah, totally. because people want to be agree. thin. Yeah. So like, it's not, you know, anyway. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. I think, um, I under, totally understand her argument about wanting things to be. Um, Sorry, please knock it off. That's okay. No. Um, I, I understand her argument. And I understand what you're saying about how it is sort of a sad thing that um, our culture has like perpetuated or like diet culture or whatever whatever it's called. Mm. Um, having to market things as guilt free or sugar free or whatever in order to make, you know, perhaps the type of person who's going to a frozen yogurt shop. Um, want to buy that product because they're not mm -hmm. going to buy something that's called full fat high calorie like <laughs> whatever like and like I guess that just is the market and unfortunately that um is the way in which particularly probably women um consume a lot of their food mm -hmm. or like a lot of their like more dessert type food because it's like always you know associated with guilt and shit like that yeah I, I do just think like they're she also did have the capacity to walk past the cookies and not buy them um, or interact with them. She didn't have to touch them or look at them. Like she wasn't forced fed or forced to buy the cookie. Like it was actually – and also like it wasn't just – they didn't shut down the frozen yogurt section of the shop and say, actually, do you want a guilt-free cookie instead? <laughs> they said like you can fully have frozen yogurt and there's you, you can have that, but – Demi just didn't like to see the fact that there are sugar-free cookies existing in the world. Um, totally. So, hitting, like, yeah. I'm just, like, I, I think, like, I... Totally. Yes, okay. It, it for, for Demi, that might be a thing that is a, a triggering experience to see a sugar-free cookie, but it's also, like, for most people in the world, 
it's one, not triggering and two, doesn't impact them going about their day. If she was going on about it being like, you know, this is this frozen yogurt shop is completely inaccessible as in it doesn't have ramps for people to get in, people in a wheelchair to get in. I'd be like, fair enough, having a go at that because that is actually an issue which impacts someone even being able to go in and buy frozen yogurt. It's not something you're bypassing on the way that's like, damn, it's not like, you know, it's not like if you were um someone of another, another race and there was like some racist poster. It's kind of just like, it's not in the scheme of things that big of a deal. No. Like you can't place it against... You can't put it on some sort of like hierarchy of things that are that majorly problematic or offensive to justify her reaction by like bullying a frozen yogurt shop on Instagram. And the other, I think what, what, look, I think the issue here and poor, like poor Demi in the sense that like she, she does this all the time where she like, um, you know, has something to say and she just does it in the worst possible yeah, way she, because she, what she's saying at the core of it is that she wishes that like not that there weren't gluten-free products or dairy-free products for yeah. people with intolerances or whatever I don't think that was what she was saying no um but more that you know there is this like because there is a pretty toxic the way that food is advertised yeah. in terms of like being guilt-free and shit like I agree with her there it's just don't come from a yogurt, yeah. small yogurt shop in LA. Like, like yeah. you said, like you can't be upset about those things existing. And part of like, yeah. part of operating in a world in recovery or being mm. recovered from an eating disorder is like having to learn to, cause we all get triggered by things. We yeah. all get triggered by things. We can't expect there to be a world that we can just walk into any space yeah. and not be triggered because some people it might be triggered by like, I don't know anything else in the big chill yogurt shop. Like it's right. the idea yeah, of yeah, triggers totally, is like yeah. you. It's They're your, very personal, and it's your responsibility yeah. to. Unfortunately, well, it's just life. It it's is. your responsibility to manage your relationship with the world around you, and like totally. you can't Demi Lovato just because she's Demi Lovato can't expect big chill to kind of yeah you know cater for her her niche triggers yes what i also loved about no i mean i'm sure anyone with an eating disorder probably would have this pretty similar triggers like Uh, yeah but 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 would they have such an aggressive reaction no and yeah that's the thing it's they might have like she said like really struggled the whole week after but they wouldn't necessarily go fuck big chill the other thing is is that also that she um she in her messages was like i'm happy to work with you guys to make your marketing i'm like Demi, Demi, I know. Like she, like you said, it's it's a lack of perspective where she just, it's like, yeah. huh? Like how do you come on? Like how are you to unable to see? You. How are you unable to see how this is coming across? Yeah, like it's really strange. No, I agree. Yeah. I think like if you're able to walk into a shop freely, browse freely without being asked to leave for you know your race or religion or whatever or be or aren't being followed by you know security and you're consciously able to like discern what you do or do not want and you can afford what you do or do not want then in life you're actually okay yes and i'm gonna say it and i know people hate people saying this because it's some sort of right-wing thing but fucking have a spoonful of cement and harden the fuck up (laughs) like i like it's honestly like there are some things that i just personally find ridiculous and this is one of them like i just you can't there yeah as you said there are going to be things in life that bother a multitude of people for a multitude of reasons but you can't 
set things up to cater for anything, like to ever for every minute thing that isn't that actually that big of a deal in the scheme of things. Like you can't. Would you? Would you? If she was coming for rather than a small yoga shop, if she was coming for like a bigger brand and it's and criticizing the way they'd advertised a product, or if she was coming for marketing in general in terms of like how they frame foods as guilt free or devilish or whatever. Yeah, I mean, putting a morality on food. Do you think, or do you really think that that's? Because I think that. That's a conversation that deserves to be had no, because I of the I think how. Hang on, yeah. because of how it like impacts women and how women's relationship with food and bodies. Because eating disorders are fucking a huge issue in the like yeah. they just are. They impact so many women's lives. Like I don't think what she's done is right, but I don't think that eating disorders are like something that should be diminished. No, I, I don't. I'm not saying yeah. that they should be diminished at all. I just think that like there is a scheme of things. Like it's like Kim. There's people that are dying. I just right. think that there is a like seeing cookies that are like no guilt or whatever it's not like a fucking poster in front of you being like you're fat as fuck lose weight it's not like weird (laughs) it's not like you know like i understand that there are obviously cultural things that have all all, um you know like 100 day booty burn workouts and all that shit that is called out if people want to call it out like i like all i'm saying is i know you're not diminishing it but like there should be space to call those things out i guess totally and this wasn't the space for it. This no, wasn't no. the time for it. I just think it's like a silly discussion for her to have even tried to have in, in the capacity that she did because all it did was make it sound trivial. That's yes, all it did. Right. It like it, it didn't make totally. the like the way that you talk about it now, it's like a hundred percent legitimate for sure. Like it makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, it shows yeah. like the biggest loser. Obviously there's there's a reason to take issue with that because yeah. it's like you know, literally making, you know, overweight people like fucking push cars yeah. and laughing at them I if can't. they can't whatever like the biggest awful. loser that's so i can't believe we, that's like I know. 10 years old i know <laughs> but like wild. it's it's like i fully get why people would take issue with that but coming for like something that is really like it doesn't matter about your personal experience with with an eating disorder or what have you that is a very small fry issue and it's a fucking local frozen yogurt shop it's not I don't know. I, I'm I'm sorry, but I just won't entertain it as something important. I just think also with this whole thing, Big Chill are now like prob- in a fight with her on Instagram. Yeah, it's really funny. Just the the um the look, and also to just say like I don't agree with this, and it's absurd yeah. what she's done. Um, but also. Yeah, Big Chill are now getting like people are like supporting Big Chill and like going to Big Chill and be like, look, Big Chill at Demi Lovato, you know? It's so fucking funny. Oh, She's, she I mean, just puts her foot in her yeah, mouth she constantly. She can't get her foot out of her I mouth. Know. Like, I'm, I'm like, kind of like, that's our girl, you know? <laughs> there she <laughs> there goes she again. Because huh? she finally like was getting a little bit of public, probably like enjoying a bit of public support for the first time in a long time or just unequivocal yeah, after public the sympathy after documentary, the documentary, yeah. after the overdose. And, now she's just gone, done a done a 180 as she likes to do and done something completely random. Just I mean, random. Look, when you think about the fact that like not that – it seems like we all forgot that she like – she's still, talking to aliens. So. Yeah. She's still Demi. Yeah. She she had, she was on crack but she's still Demi. Yeah. Like, but like, you know, yeah. I'm not – I don't want to discredit um, Demi but she, um, she talks to aliens. I do – yeah. I think like whoever – She's got too many yes men around her for sure because whoever the fuck was gassing her up to do this um, was clearly on payroll because no logical person around you. Like you, if I was like, Hannah, I'm going to get in a massive fight with a local frozen, frozen yogurt, yogurt shop. shop because they had a cookie I didn't like. 
<laughs> like and like and uh, it, it, like it was like it's not particularly actually like offensive to any you know major racial sexual group. It's just a, it's just like kind of perpetuating a bit of a of, of the diet culture. I don't like. What, what would you say to me? Like you would oh, like I don't know. Think, yeah, right. Like she, but the people around her clearly were like, yeah, go on live, Demi. Go on live, do it. They tell Maybe them. This morning, I mean, she's managed by Scooter Braun, and if you're a Telsip fan, you'll know what I'm talking about. But like, I don't know if he's got her best interests at heart. So, really? No, I'm kidding. I don't know. Well, I don't know him. For, I don't. Really no, know I really him. don't care. No, that's not true. But like, I don't. I'm whatever. Cool. <laughs> Apologies to Scooter Braun. I don't know. I don't know. I think she's going back to Texas, work on a farm or something. That's for a, a good while. idea. That would humble her. Yeah. See the struggles of the everyday man and woman just for a bit. That's true. Yeah. Okay, let's move on, shall we? Yeah. Love you, Demi. Okay. Um, we so do love her. We do course. love Demi, like sincerely. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so controversial YouTuber Jake Paul has recently been in yet another boxing match, which was on April 17th, versus MMA fighter Ben Askren. So while we are, or at least I personally am not that interested in Jake Paul and whether or not he won, he did win. Um, yeah. We kind of wanted to chat about the rise of YouTubers getting into boxing in general. So Sarah, are you a Jake Paul boxing fan? No, I don't no. know. I Like I didn't watch it. No, neither. Um, I do like have this weird thing with the Paul brothers where I will often sometimes go back to back to their videos and like do find myself like watching them for some reason. Like, wa- I'm not, did you, you ever watch them? Were you ever nah, a fan? Okay. I never like – I think we were too old. I don't know. Yeah, I never – And they're like boys. Yeah. Like they're targeted at boys, yeah. I assume. I remember it's every day, bro. Oh, I don't even know what that is. It's every day, bro. It's every day, bro, with the Disney Channel floor. They, when Jake Paul made a song and it's like with all the Team 10 people, which was his like creating house or whatever, and he made that and it was like massive. But then Logan Paul, they were in a fight at the time, made a song in response. I know they did diss tracks, but I yeah, just Yeah, but they like dissed each other. It's so weird. It's like in, <laughs> the Logan Paul diss track in response to, to the Jake Paul, it's every day, bro was kind of good. I knew you were going to say that. I haven't heard it, so I'm not going to comment. Is it called Team 10 because you take 10% of your friends? Like, it's like this week's actually quite good. He really does go in hard and kind of um, destroy his brother. But Were they actually roasting each other or was it all for content? No, no, no. I mean, it was probably all for content, but they were in a fight at the time. Uh, That's all (laughs) I know about I'm going to start doing that with my sister. (laughs) Yeah, just making diss (laughs) tracks on YouTube. They got heaps of views. Um, Nah, you would know like clips from It's Everyday Bro. There was a lot of like memes about it. Maybe. Anyway. Yeah. um, (laughs) It's a guy that's like um, um, uh, England is my city or whatever it is. Or London. He says something like that. There's some random guy that says England is my city. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. Not London is my city. No. England England is is my city. Or he says like London is my country. Like it's like one of the two. Anyway, whatever. (laughs) Um, um, It's really funny. Uh, Anyway. Yeah. The boxing thing is just like, I think a continuation for this strange sort of like almost libidinal energy from these young male like libidinal like it's like libido libidinal like it's sort of like it's like almost like a slightly like not sexual undertones it's hard like it is related to libido like that's like the kind of word like it's this weird sort of like energy that comes from people and like it can be i guess applied to things where there is kind of like aggression involved or like not 
yeah, there's kind of undertones about like people's relationships can have libidinal energy or whatever. And, yeah. um, and there is that to me in uh, seeing these like young sort of really like pent, emotionally pent up YouTubers going into boxing. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. it it's all, it's like. Do you think they're hot? The Paul brothers? Yeah. No. Oh. Um, do you? No. <laughs> no. Does I mean, anyone? I don't know. I mean, no, they've got like their Are they hot. meant to be? I don't know. Well, like they've ripped. Yeah, but they're not hot. I don't think they're bad looking. Really? Logan Paul's kind of hot. Let me Google him. I can't. Mm, mm, maybe I'm wrong. Mm, Logan would be hotter than Jake, but like I don't think Logan he's Paul, hot. I think he's kind of hot. Okay, not with that weird hair he had though, he, but he's yeah. fucking ripped. Like he looks hot there. I don't, yeah, okay. Uh, anyway, but um, <laughs> I think it's like part of this sort of weird like sexual rage, some sort of Freudian thing that they have where they like really have to prove themselves as men in like right. a physical fight. And I also think the experience of watching boxing or like UFC is almost like primal. I've watched right. it like once or twice um, and every time you watch it, like you end up fully screaming, kill him. Like you're like, well, like it's like, you can't even help it. Like it comes out of your mouth and you're like, oh my God. But they're like bashing each other and you're literally like, kill, kill. Like it's so fucked. It's like the gladiators, like it our is, modern day yeah. gladiators. That's really um, interesting. So yeah, that was just like, I just get this very interesting vibe from it. I'm like, when I say like someone like Bryce Hall, who has the same thing? He's doing like a is fight. Is he now? Yeah, he's. There's a big Batman TikTok fight. Gives me like ick. I have, have this weird thing where sometimes I find him hot. Um, Bryce Hall. I don't think physically he's attractive in the slightest, but something about how isn't he like a complete wanker though? Yes, something about that attitude on occasion I find hot. Anyway, um, oh, he's really ick to me. No, no he's so ick. Uh, but anyway, he is doing. There's like a TikTok versus YouTube boxing thing that's happening in June, and there's like a bunch of TikTokers and like Bryce always gets in fights with people like other YouTubers and stuff and like always wants to square up. And I'm like, it is have this like weird pent up sort of sexually charged rage or something. Yeah, That's how yeah, it yeah. feels. Like it's like, it's like young men. Yeah, kind yeah. Of, they do sort of have this, like, I mean, I'm glad they're taking it out in that Avenue. Hopefully yeah. that means they're going to be less aggressive in their real life. Yeah. If they're able yeah. to like fucking wail on someone. That's you know what I, mean? What I mean, I guess. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I think that's a really good observation. I think, Thanks. um, did you see, from so because obviously Jake Paul the reason we're talking about this I don't think I actually said this which is mm. an issue Jake Paul no I did say it His yeah you did match he, against, he just had um, the fight Ben Askren yeah so he won obviously and people are saying that it's it was rigged yeah um because apparently. Ben Askren and his wife were seen working out smiling, which I'm like, um, well, they could have just been smiling for a different reason. I think, like, but he got well, heaps of money. That's yeah, he and, didn't care. And apparently, also, he has like in a previous match had like against um, Joe Weller. I don't know who that is, but whatever. No, that's wrong. Whatever. Um, some other guy, and um, he Robbie Lawler was the name, and he re- got repeatedly punched in the head and still won. So people were like, well, how ben come? Askren. Yeah. He used to be a UFC fighter, didn't he? Uh, no, he was um, MMA. MMA. Yeah, that's um, UFC. So, oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> me, I know a lot about boxing. It's- anyway, my point was because Jake Paul like punched him in the head and then he immediately yeah. went down and people were like, well, how oh, come he sus. could? Right. How yeah. come he could re- couldn't recover from that, but he could recover from the other fight? I mean, who knows? Boxing is notoriously rigged. Yeah, like it's I'm kind like of just like, so? Yeah, and like maybe <laughs> like it fully, maybe it was. Yeah. Like maybe it was rigged. Like it's just yeah. like it doesn't, it's kind of doesn't matter because really the half All of the, the fights, point is. I assume it's like what's the really performative of, one? The really. Oh, the wrestling. 
WWE. That is actually just, yeah, but that's a little different. People, I think, take boxing a bit more seriously. No, I know, I know, I know. But like, it's like. I'm no, sure is, there's a yeah. hint of WWE. In oh, I th- but, and I think in the whole lead up, they're so dramatic and the trash yeah. talking and the <laughs> press conferences and like in their each other's faces, like fully like trying to scrap in press conferences. It's ridiculous. It's all right. part of the show. It's part of the show. It's like, right. Yeah. But remember, it's a performance, and the totally. whole point is to get ratings and money. They want people <laughs> yeah. watching and to get money, so yeah. they're gonna like. It's like when um, well, it's, I think the reason they've gotten YouTubers to do this is yeah. because like. Obviously, they've seen that there are these young men like the Paul brothers um, and KSI who versus Logan Paul, um, who are YouTubers, young, yeah, very fit and yeah. able to actually be pretty right. good at boxing. It's not like have, they're like have a lot of money so they can access trainers, nutritionists, yes. gyms, like and then all that because shit. they're so controversial as well. Because Jake Paul's done various things. People, he's kind of known as a bit of a drop yeah. dick. They'll, they'll get ratings because well, yeah. and then they'll promote it on their YouTube channels fucking yeah. do diss tracks and shit up until the lead up to the actual sh- fight yeah and that's sort of why they're well, able to do it it's but. crazy because like pay-per-view sales which is how like most boxing fights and I think how this Jake Paul one was done as well like you can charge like you know 50, 60, 70, 100 dollars for a pay-per-view which is like right. you just pay that amount of money just to, to see that, yeah. that card of fights and like that's how they make such ridiculous it's not like you're watching it just like on channel seven yeah like it's like you have to pay a specific amount yeah. of money it's not netflix it's a lot of fucking money mm. that's going into the pocket of these companies and like no wonder youtube is doing it they're narcissists it's a massive way for huge amount of views into like like a new kind of realm of content they can yeah. go in that'll take up like six months of sort of yeah their content creation for the year yeah they've got all this money at their disposal all these people that they can hire very easily they have lifestyles that can accommodate it yeah. they have full-time jobs like they yeah. can just go ahead and train three times a day why the fuck not yeah like and then yeah it's kind of a win-win for everybody my question is what the fuck is Triller? i know what it is but like why does oh. it have so much money why was justin Bieber performing i don't know okay so for context Triller is apparently the like competitor competitor to tiktok yeah Right, and yeah. they stream. Did they stream the, the Askren they, fight? I don't know how it worked. I don't know if they streamed it or if they were like the key, like they th- threw the event. I don't mm. know how it happened because everyone, like Pete Davidson hosted this yeah. thing like on behalf of Triller. Yeah, right. And I'm like. They probably just got heaps of um, venture capitalist funding. Like they probably so, wouldn't yeah. be, I, I mean, based on the fact that we don't know what it is. Yeah. But like if people are paying to watch it on Triller, then there's something. I don't, I don't know, know if they were though. What the fuck? I don't know. So I don't. Weird. It's like just. It was just like so crazy. But it's getting everyone. people to the platform. Like it's. I guess. But I mean, I wonder we if anyone try out Triller and yeah, see. And tell people. There's like seventeen people on. Well, it. I guess. It, yeah, <laughs> like, I guess there has to be like a competitor to TikTok. I guess because like yeah, I mean, oh, but the Instagram sort of made reels, but yeah, which has actually surprisingly people use reels. Do they? Yeah, I've never I, used it. I don't make reels, but I watch them sometimes. Do you? I've yeah, never but interestingly, my Instagram reels. reels are like makeup, whereas I don't watch any makeup content on TikTok. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Like the, anyway, that doesn't matter. It's completely unrelated. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so but anyway, yeah. Moving on. Um, um, I just found that that was like really because they flew like every TikToker, like Justin yeah. Bieber, like Snoop Dogg, Pete Davidson, yeah. like Diplo or someone, like yeah, all Doja these people well. there. Yeah, it was just really insane. The black um, keys. Right. Um, Random. <laughs> yeah. I just have that anyway. written here. No, I think as well, like, it probably gives YouTubers like Jake Paul and Logan Paul a, perhaps a bit of a legitimacy uh, because, yeah. because like, they are obviously seen as, like, kind of asshole mm. 
idiot brothers or whatever mm. who've like done they're really controversial like jake paul's been called out for um partying throughout covid and like various other things that yeah. he's done that and same as logan paul i don't think partying but the whole suicide yeah forest thing yeah um so perhaps like becoming a boxer and actually like putting effort into something that's seen as traditionally seen as something that requires a lot of skill and yeah. effort is like good for their image as well as getting money yeah back. I think it would also be very personally rewarding. Yeah. Like imagine training really, really yeah, hard and for getting something and fuck, getting yeah. really fit and being super focused. Like it's very unique mindset, the mindset of an athlete. Like it's right. very like not a lot of people get to do that because so many people pulled in so many different directions with like work and family and social lives and blah, blah, mm. blah. And like, you know, it's very um, having a lot of people supporting you and you being just focused on a goal would be quite an intense, but yeah, I, I would – I, I would personally feel like that would be a really rewarding yeah, experience. Yeah, becoming like – I always think about how like, you know, personal trainers or whatever, yeah. people, fitness people on yeah. Instagram who are able to dedicate their whole selves to perfecting their body yeah. or becoming physically yeah. really in good shape. Like yeah. I would love to be able – someone no, just pay me some yeah. money so I can just work out heaps and become really fit. Yeah, like, it would be really f- – like fun like, well not yeah. fun but like you'd rewarding. feel so yeah rewarded and like yeah. motivated all the time yeah if everyone around you was like focused on your goal you'd and feel your physical so like fitness yeah and, oh, be so you, yeah because you can see like you can really track progression with fitness like it's <laughs> yeah, so yeah, good yeah, yeah. like that totally. stuff because you can be like last week i couldn't do this and now i can do it like it's yeah you know, like, especially if you've got like a nutritionist on yeah hand, yeah two exactly. trainers yeah. Fucking, you know what i mean like yeah. everything you need to like Completely. get it done and you're getting paid um yeah a l- shit ton of money they got paid like Tens of millions of dollars for this. Oh, amazing. Did um, you see Pete Davidson, um, the whole thing around how he was like... Taking really, a piss. So he was like really rude to yeah. everyone and like funny. fully talking shit about Jake Paul. I quite enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. Yeah, it was funny. And then Jake on the Impulsive podcast said that... Um, basically said he's never having J- Pete Davidson back again. Like he was really upset it's at how he fun. was treated, which is, I like that. It's like <laughs> just... Like, come I on, I think man. it's Pete Davidson... Uh, Dub, you know he's really committed to his brand yeah um, definitely and, his, and he doesn't give a fuck like, no he's like i don't care if i don't get invited yeah, back to this yeah. <laughs> i'm like they're pay, probably paying millions of dollars to do it yeah and he's like, i saw this like so a, lame. a youtube comment being like jake paul's acting as though like pete davidson needed the clout yeah, being yeah, yeah. jake paul's bo- boxing match it's like yeah. oh, sweetie i don't think so like I think they probably just said we'll give you 10 million dollars he was like okay so, yeah. and then he was just fuck it i'm gonna be really rude yeah. to these guys it was funny it was funny all right should we move on? Yes. Cool. Okay. Quick word from our sponsor. Uh, this episode of The Second Estate is proudly brought to you by Netflix's new show, Following the Hype House. The tagline for the show is officially, no, Charlie and Addison aren't in it, which would give <laughs> you enough information, which should give you enough in- information as to whether or not you want to watch it. Um, um, I mean, if they were in it, I'd watch it. Yeah. That's the point of the joke, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, okay. Um. So uh, our next story, just bear with me because I'm, I'm, it, it's a little bit of a long intro because I really wanted to read something. Anyway, whatever, you'll see. Okay, so you, you may have... listen, get over it. Yeah, just skip 15 seconds. Yeah. Um, You're not paying for this. Yeah. <laughs> so you may have seen them on TikTok or at least heard their new single, um, I'd Rather Die, on the app. Uh, but that may not be a good thing for the self-described pop-punk girl band, The Tramp Stamps. Their latest single, which contains the lyrics, I'd rather die than hook up with another straight white guy, has been roasted online to the point people are pulling apart every element of their existence and calling them industry plants. 
Uh, people online dug into their past and found their previous deals with mu- music publishing companies, past attempts at, uh, at stardom in different genres, the fact that one of them is actually married to a straight white guy and more. Um, and the girls did whip out a notes app post to defend themselves against all charges, but it seems that the damage has been done. Um, but before we discuss the tramp stamps, I want to describe like what they're like so that people can have that picture if you haven't seen them on TikTok. So there's three of them and they're all apparently in their twenties, but like some of them look 35. Um, They each have dyed hair in a different color, but not like Powerpuff girls kind of like intentional way. Like it's not like a thing that they all planned to do as like an aesthetic. It was just like they're pretending um, that they all did it randomly. Anyway, um, they also are pretending that they didn't change everything about their appearance to try to appeal to kids on TikTok. Um, their merch and aesthetic is very sort of like try-hard Lindsay Lohan and Freaky Friday slash like dan- Dangerfield almost. Yeah, <laughs> people are saying it's yeah. like a hot topic aesthetic, yeah, which is an yeah. American thing, but yeah. I assume it must be It's kind of Dangerfield-esque, yes. But anyway, or almost JJ's in some capacities. Uh, yes. Anyway, yep. so um, this is how they describe themselves on their website. Whip smart and wildly irreverent, Nashville-based band Tramp Stamps are introducing a fantastically unfiltered new voice into today's pop landscape. With a lyrical style that's equal parts social commentary, soul-bearing confession and brilliantly profane storytelling, singer Marissa Mayno, guitarist Caroline Baker and drummer Paige Blue speak the truth on the societal ills like white, uh, societal Ills like white boy privilege and fragile masculinity – all while revealing their warped sense of humour and untamed joie de vivre. And with its high-energy collision of pop and skate punk, Tramp Stamp's sound fully reflects the raw catharsis that fuels their songwriting. This is a quote. All our songs start with us going on rants about stuff that pisses us off. Shit we wish was different. Stories that have happened to us involving, involving fucked up guys, says Mayno. Adds Baker. It's the kind of stuff women talk about all the time with their friends, but no one's ever put it into music before. Sorry, into this kind of music before. Hannah, are you a fan of the Tramp Stamps? No. Um, I can't believe that's how they describe uh, themselves on their uh, website. It's just like, I, okay, this is a, I know we're quoting things, but yeah. just to like in response to what you, their description yeah. of themselves. Uh, from a Jezebel article, I really enjoyed this quote. They use language like it's some major fucking tea and who's ready to make men cry online, the likes of which I haven't seen since reading BuzzFeed.gif list circa 2014. It's so true. Which is like, I think what's the issue here is like, they're sort of saying like the real conversations women are having but hasn't been packaged in this kind of music before, which isn't true, it has. No, but millions also, of times, countless times. Yes, and also it's not the conversations women are having. Yeah. <laughs> So it's like, who's saying this? No, like, no. I've never said to any of my friends, I'd rather die than have sex with another fucking straight white guy. Especially if you're white and straight. like bon- And wearing a fishnet glove. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two of these women, like there was the whole part of this whole people getting upset was because everyone thought they were queer. Yeah. And then, um, oh I mean, I don't know who's at fault for that. Whatever. Yeah. Perhaps they have a queer aesthetic. And then um, people have found out that only one of them is queer and she had to, she had to, she had to yeah. make that clear on Instagram and TikTok that only she is gay. Yeah. But then I'm like, okay, so your song is I'd rather die than hook up with another straight white guy. I'm like, but you're straight. 
So yeah, so who are you going to be? Uh, I mean, I get that yeah. you can be maybe hooking up with somebody who's not like white, a, a, but it's a, like a black feels straight very guy. like <laughs> yeah. fetishizing, doesn't it? Or like well, weirdly kind of like, well, I don't it know. just feels like they went like, okay, like what's cool right now? Ugh. Because we're in our forties. I don't know. And like, no, we because don't. That's, I feel like people talked about like, that's so not cutting edge. No, it's, like, it's not. That's it's what so they, they four clearly, years ago. Yes. Like, and that's, I think that's why people automatically were like, they're an industry plant, even though like they're obviously not an, industry plant yeah, because right. like i think any artist who's signed to a label can be called a fucking industry plant by yeah. the definition that the internet use it as i yeah. think they were just kind of using that as a incorrect way to diagnose these girls as just being like fake as fuck basically 100 no, percent. and just like for clarity for people listening an industry plant i mean it's used in a probably far too many ways right, it's too to sort broad of, yeah and a lot of artists have been criticized for being industry yeah. plants weirdly enough like even people like billy eilish and Khalid and stuff yeah um but basically it's the idea that an artist is presenting themselves as being independent like not being with a label and obscuring their ties or association with yeah. a major label that's like the actual pure definition of it but even in the the this girl's example um yeah sorry situation like they're it sounds like from what they've said they are technically independent it's just that they right. two of them are songwriters with publishing deals yeah with um oh, i can't remember the name it's of like the dr group. luke's subsidiary dr. Luke's, company yeah, or something so it's called prescription songs and then one of them was signed to a label like they've i've had a history of being associated with major labels they've got experience in the industry that doesn't yeah. make them an industry plan and no. also like the idea that that's they have to be criticized because they've got ties to the industry i'm kind of like that in itself, yeah. I don't think is, no, a, like, I agree. is a valid or interesting yeah. way, reason to criticize yeah. people. And like, I think as usual, like people on TikTok read a word and go, "Oh, yes. that sounds good." Um, and people on TikTok <laughs> love to just make videos. Yeah, they do. calling people out. They do. And, you know. But I just think like it's. I I almost feel sorry for them in a way because like, and they don't. I find, I find it really curious because they don't really disclose their ages like i know like they said in their post being like the oldest member is 29 but i can't right. figure out like like i was watching an interview and someone asked how old are you guys and they're, they're like i'm 100 like oh, i'm weird. 60 like and they like wouldn't really say like they were joking and i think like probably because they knew that they'd be roasted for like fucking pretending to be young um, but like the other thing is see okay why does she have such a polished website she's just a random person i don't get it i don't like i think i don't tried like, too hard i don't think it matters if they're 30 year old millennials it doesn't actually no but it's a fact they're matter. pretending to live in the zeitgeist of the of the 19 year old right. tiktoker the, is the it's problem the kind of it's the the audience they're targeting right feels strange and the other thing i think about this is like it doesn't I think that this band is literally just an example, regardless of whether mm. they're an industry plant. Like you can't have your cake. I just burped, sorry. You can't have your cake and eat it too. Like if you're going to present yourselves in a particular way online and want people to engage with it, um, people want it to feel and be authentic. Right. I hate that word. but No, like, it's true. I think people, especially those on TikTok and young people, mm -hmm. are quite good at discerning what is and isn't a performance. Oh, 100%. And I think regardless of whether or not they're actually an industry plant, the fact is people have looked at the way this band presents itself, yeah. the things they say, what they stand for. Yeah. And it's lame and fake. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't feel real. It doesn't no. feel like as artists they're actually being genuine. genuine. Yeah, I agree with you. It feels like they don't even believe in yeah. what they, this thing they've created, not just the music but the personas. Yeah. The, because artists, yeah. all artists have a persona that yeah, they're, that's probably a bit fabricated yeah. but you can feel when it's 
Well, not oftentimes it's quite right. A, a re- original or it's a different take yeah. or it's not something where it's like, you've actually just gone online and watched a couple of videos, not from inside a culture. You haven't been spawned from inside a culture. Right. They are outside a culture clearly looking totally. in going, oh, okay, so girls have these dyed bit stripes in their hair like Billie Eilish. So we could all have a different color of stripe in our hair and that will be really cool. Like it's just like they've just like looked at it from this sort of outside perspective like I don't know. Um, and that's why people have, like you said, automatically young people have just gone fake. Like totally. Shit. And I don't have a problem. I don't know how you feel about this. But like a lot of artists will change their names or their mm-hmm. personas to break into the industry but they totally. don't. But, like, it has to feel honest. Like, Lizzie Grant and Lana Del Rey are the same person, even though, like, she obviously sort of glammed up her image a little bit more. Lizzie Grant still sang about, like, fucking Pepsi Cola and having sex with older men. Like, she didn't change her entire, like, like persona as a... um, as an artist, she didn't change what she was about as an artist or fake what she was about as an artist because people see through it. And people got really upset with Lana Del Rey when she first came out being like, you know, because it's like a conversation we had a few episodes episodes ago. People were like, she can't be real. She can't be <laughs> yeah. genuine. And like it's now she has doubled down and proved to everyone that she is. Tramp stamps, I hope you're able to do that. But unfortunately, I don't think you are one of a kind like um, Miss Del Rey. I think you are unfortunately uh, just complete phonies yeah well i think the other the other thing with the whole phony thing is like because people have researched into these singers and like marissa mayno the singer is a solo artist or at least had a vague solo career where her image was much more like sort of looked almost more lana del rey or glam-esque like it wasn't the same niche and like yeah yeah even if i don't know it just yeah the whole thing is literally that it just feels fake and that honestly might as well be an industry plan it's not yeah i know i like, agree i think that what people are actually trying to say is that it's like you guys are compl- have manufactured this like mm-hmm. even if you have a freelance graphic designer and you've diy'd this it's it doesn't just look, feels yeah. weird and yuck the no, other thing it's I think, too structured it's too, too yeah. marketing Mar- like, like the other issue i think that people have criticized them for and i think we should touch on this mm. is like the company they work with or two of the members have publishing deals with prescription songs which like you said earlier was founded and owned and is owned by dr luke and he was um the producer who was accused of sexually and emotionally abusing kesha yeah so people have really said like you've got ties to dr luke which they do but yeah. so does so does kim petrus so does yes yeah. um o'connell billy yeah. Irish's brother like there's a lot of artists that have those whether or not they yeah. directly work with Dr. Yeah. Luke. I think that's like an probably an important – like there's a lot of people that have made um, movies for – what's Harvey Weinstein's company? Miramax. Yeah, but like the, 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 the um, you know, Grip and the gaffer that worked on like the talented Mr. Ripley. I don't even know if that's a Miramax movie. I just assume he's because Gwyneth Paltrow's in right. it. <laughs> but, um, but like he's not – Guilty of being associated with with Harvey Weinstein's well, behaviour. Like, like these guys are pretty small fry, and yeah. they've been able to get publishing deals with prescription him. songs. Um, and like maybe I shouldn't say this, but like I just don't think that that's something they should be getting heat for. Like no, people neither. have gone, well, some artists have cut ties with Dr. Luke because I'm like they're probably artists that are already big, or yeah, like, I think because people like they're they're self a self proclaimed feminist group, yeah, so they shouldn't have those associations. But I'm like I feel like at this point we're doubling down 
Totally. We're, and like we're, if we're, they, we're finding things that suit our yeah. our and like argument. I agree that if people could not work with Doctor Luke, it's probably a good thing to do. Yeah. But like I don't necessarily think these small time artists no. who have managed to get publishing deals with this group yeah. should be and they like, should be yeah. held accountable when it's obviously a broader industry problem and a Dr. Luke problem. Like, totally. I don't know. I, I don't no, think no, that's no. a fair I, I agree. And also, I doubt that they have, like, they're not in a studio with him. No. Like, it was probably some A&R him. that works, that, right. that doesn't even know him, that offered them the contract. Like, it's like, it would have gone through so many, like, that, that is like a non-starter for me, that yeah, argument. I agree. I agree with you. But, like, I think, like, um, I don't know, the whole thing is just really embarrassing and sad for them because they probably did see this being like we've kind of – because they kind of started in like November on TikTok and right. people were initially quite supportive of them right. in the comments before they heard the music yeah. and then things got a little bit sus. Um, and they were just like and, – and and I just think like it, it, they probably thought that they'd struck gold and unfortunately everyone just started to see through it like almost immediately. I, I um, The lyrics oh, – like the other I, thing I can't – like I think what really hammers at home mm. is like – Obviously, the I'd Rather Die song. I haven't heard the other ones, but I assume they're just as bad. They're but people bad. have really – it's the I'd Rather Die song that yeah. people don't like. And to for, let's like let's have a look at some of the lyrics. Mm. So, ha, huh, I can't remember the last time I slept with someone I actually liked and he went down on me. I can't recall a memory of someone driving me home and not asking for a blowjob. Ew. It's not good. No, it's so <laughs> – it's, like, just, like, it's just not – it's it's – it's like it's a immature. Lie it's not it's a lie. Like, it's not the conversations women are having. No. It's like, and it's also them presenting themselves as though they've got this incredibly unique, you know, deconstructing oh. white male privilege. It's like that's not doing that. It's just, no. Anyway, and I also like I saw this comment that was like you'd think because they talk about in their like defense of themselves being like you know we've worked in the music industry for ages like and then we all just found each other and it was serendipitous or whatever like we're right. not industry plants like it just happened from that and they were like well you'd think if you'd worked in the music industry so long you'd be able to write a better song oh <laughs> and it's God. fucking true I um I watched a video that they posted to YouTube it was like a and a video mm. and I'm not kidding to give people like context of like wh- how ridiculously like transparently obviously fake they are hello uh this is sarah from the editing process coming in as the voice of god i've been told that i'm not allowed to say what i said in this section of the podcast uh due to it being too offensive so um i'm just talking over it instead back to the app the way that they were dressed literally looked like they're going to Comic Con, like cosplaying as something. I, I don't know. Ba- these I do feel characters. bad for them. I feel like they're just kind of like complete opposite of having your finger on the pulse. Yeah, <laughs> it <laughs> like, is. Their fingers somewhere out in the air. Like it's, like, trying- <laughs> it's not even like it'd be cooler if they were actually just boomers. Because <laughs> yeah. then at least they wouldn't be lying. <laughs> like, oh, like yeah. oh, they just were like lame as fuck millennials. Yeah. At least you're not protect. Like at least it's not that crazy lie. Yeah, because I think like, people have also criticized them for. Um, for having like a fake backstory. Apparently they've had three different backstories oh or like whatever, which I don't know. Again, the thing is, is it's like there are so many artists that have fake backstories, like Madonna going to New York City with a dollar in her pocket yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah. Or like Taylor Swift miraculously meeting her her manager, Scott ex-manager Scott yeah. Borchetta at a cafe in Nashville when yeah, she was right. performing as though he yeah. just turned up and decided to, you know, yeah, like there's yeah. so many stories that, the, that artists have that are probably – yeah maybe perhaps exaggerated yes, or, of course. or, you know, um, which is actually nothing wrong with that. There's actually no. nothing wrong with them having a fake story, but it really comes back to a, the lack of um, sincerity yes. and being yeah. genuine about 
as being in making. your artistry. Yeah, yeah, totally, completely. All right, um, are we done? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm done. I don't have anything else to say. Neither. All right, uh, we're gonna do some trivia for our last segment. Yes. Um, do you want me to go first? Do you want to go sure. first? Sure. All right. What was the name of the backup dancer Demi punched? I don't know. <laughs> Shorty. I don't know what her <laughs> actual name was. But in, it's, she's referred to as Shorty. I hope that's right. Anyway, that was you off the top. That was even, from my memory. You didn't no, even um, didn't fact check. check. Okay. This is a, I came up with this question because I mentioned Phineas earlier. But mm-hmm. Phineas O'Connell, a.k.a. Billie Eilish's brother, yeah. was briefly on the TV show Glee. What season was he in? Five, six. Oh. <laughs> Had to be one of the later ones when they were yeah. at New York in the some Yeah, what do you reckon shit. his name was? Bonus points if you can guess his name. Oh, there's no way. Name. Connor. Like, I don't Good know. Who has no Alistair. Oh. <laughs> um, who dated Nick Jonas first out of the, the Disney girls? Um, um, Miley Cyrus. Correct. Okay. Um, what is Taylor Swift's lucky number? 13? Yes. <laughs> kind of racist towards Chinese people who don't like that number. Taylor I Swift didn't. is kind of racist. Oh um, that's actually how some of the arguments on TikTok I for know. some things read. Like they I actually know. really do read like that. Like that actually feels really racist. Like it's a pe- anyway, whatever. That's what I think Keep of people going. in TikTok comments. Okay. Okay. Um, what show, this is a recent one, is Hilary Duff about to star in like a spin-off reboot of? Oh, um, How I Met Your Father. Yeah. Which is a spin-off of How I Met Your Mother. Which means Liz- it's just not happening. The Lizzie McGuire show must just not be happening. That's a big contract. I no, it's not happening. No, I know. But like oh. I had a little bit of like hope, hope that Disney would come around and sort oh, of like. Don't. I don't want to. It's think- actually really fucking oh, sad. It's so um, fucking sad. We should do like some sort of deep, not like, you know, we should do a, a, one of our la- later segments like we did with the Amanda Bynes thing somehow or about Hillary that. Duff. Yeah, or and Lizzie. Lizzie McGu- both, Lizzie McGu- I guess. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So, okay, what year should Kim Kardashian become a lawyer if she continues her apprenticeship at the current pace? 2023? I don't know. Let me guess again. 2022? I don't know. Go, Kim. That is when you'll be able to get Kim Kardashian to defend you in a court of law. Yeah. In California or anywhere? I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Me emails her. Just DMs her. Hey, can you please? I mean, if it were a sticky situation, Kim. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in prison and I can't get out. You just pretends to be in prison. I'm innocent. Actually, if you could just transfer. Yeah, just transfer me. (laughs) Yeah, my pal's really hot. It's weird for a first time of non-violent offence. Um, anyway. All right. Well, that's that. Oh, short episode today. Yeah. I like it when they're under an hour. I feel like it's snappy. Keeping it tight. Yeah. Why not? An hour is a bit much. I, I actually, we should do a poll and ask people how, how long they like the episodes to be. Like Probably some depends people, on their like commute. With their commute. Yeah. Mm. I feel like some people prefer a longer episode. Some people for prefer a short yeah. one. I like long episodes of podcasts. Yeah. Personally. I'm partial to a long app. <laughs> yeah. Uh, whatever. All right. All right whatever. Thanks. You get what you get. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get what you're given and you don't ask for more, that's for sure. Because you we don't get paid yeah. for this. So. As we like to say every episode. You literally give us money. Um, <laughs> anything, really. Literally give me like some food. Yeah. Know. That would be kind. Drop okay. it at my doorstep. Mm, I okay. will send you my address if you DM me on Instagram. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on TikTok. Give like, us, subscribe, yeah. whatever. Rate like, us. Rate us on Apple Podcasts. Watch us on YouTube. Yeah. Subscribe to us on YouTube. I'm doing all the call to action yeah. things. So we need to do. Um, there's other things, but whatever. Like us on Facebook. Is that, I mean, 
we do have a Facebook page, but my mum's like one. And some random guy, I'm not going to say his name, but we'll <laughs> talk about it. It's really he likes Sarah. every single one. No, of them. I know who you're talking oh. about. It's one of I one of my mister <laughs> friends. Okay, well I then so. Okay, bye. Oh, I love you. Whose name I'm not going to mention. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs>